Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The draft leaked opinion at the United States Supreme Court overruling Roe v. Wade is momentous, but the work will just begin when that is officially released. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, with this whole situation with the leaked opinion, it's, I sort of think of it as, you know, when you're a child and you sneak in and you find out what you're getting for Christmas, and then you're really excited about what you're getting for Christmas, but then you feel really bad on how you found out. Same kind of situation. The potential to overturn Roe versus Wade is historic. It's overwhelmingly <laughs> thrilling. But then the whole breach of security and how this was leaked is shocking. That will be resolved. And in fact, if you go back to 1973, the Roe v. Wade opinion was actually leaked to the media as well. The clerk actually unknowingly, not as intentional and not as egregious as this leak, spoke to a magazine reporter to give some background on the story, thinking that the Supreme Court decision would come out and then the magazine would come out. The magazine came out a week later. But unfortunately, what happened is Chief Justice Warren Burger delayed the release of the opinion for a few days, and the magazine came out and talked about what the Supreme Court had ruled before they even released the opinion. Berger got livid over that and imposed strict confidentiality rules, Rightly which so. were in a place mm -hmm. at the time of this leak. This is a very egregious leak because it's not just what the result is, it's the actual draft opinion. Right, it makes you wonder about the security of the Supreme Court. Well, you know, I think... It's amazing that they've been able to keep these things so confidential over so many years. I think that's the amazing thing as opposed to this leak. However, what I do think is that Roe v. Wade has never been grounded in the Constitution. In fact, Justice Samuel Alito's draft opinion says Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. He goes on to talk about how this is overruled, that he is going to, that has no basis in the Constitution, in history, in common law, and even things that predated common law. It's a masterful, masterful decision. Mm -hmm. And it's what the Supreme Court should have done years ago, but they were an activist court, and they did what they wanted to, irrespective of the law. And that's the problem. They made themselves illegitimate, and they ultimately are responsible for the bloodshed of tens and tens of millions of babies, and not just babies, but the women that they have killed, both emotionally and physically, the families they have broken up, the fathers that they have hurt, the incalculable damage both to the court, to the rule of law, and to humanity. And we brought that out in the amicus brief that we filed in this case as well, because not only that, but it was a racist decision. Yeah, it's, you know, Planned Parenthood Margaret Sanger was a social Darwinian eugenicist, she was on the same ideological platform following Darwinism as uh, Adolf Hitler and within their worldview. If evolution is correct, then social Darwinianism is correct, which means that you can evolve a higher super race. And the reason that we don't have a higher super race is because we've got these weeds, their words, not mine, that are being, bringing down humanity. And there are certain classes of people that are not fully human including blacks, including individuals with epilepsy, those of, quote, low IQ, and so many other kinds of conditions. Down syndrome. Down syndrome. Like that, yeah. 
Hispanics and others, certain people of different nationalities, it was most the Euro white Europeans that they were in favor of, and Hitler wanted to have this blue-eyed, uh, blonde hair, white European type of super race. That was Margaret Sanger's vision. And so Sanger began these contraceptive clinics to eliminate procreation among the black population because she wanted to eliminate these parts of humanity that they didn't consider fully human. And she located these contraceptive clinics in black neighborhoods. Today, now that they've moved over to also abortion, they're primarily in black neighborhoods and brown neighborhoods, Hispanic neighborhoods. The largest abortion clinic in the United States is a Planned Parenthood abortion clinic in Texas. On one side is a black neighborhood. On the other side is a Hispanic neighborhood. Right across the street is an elementary school. It's perfect symbolism of what Planned Parenthood's all about and kill certain populations. So we put that forth in our brief. On behalf of 70,000 African-American and Hispanic churches, including a Roman Catholic bishop who's very strongly pro-life, it's actually cited, Holly, in footnote mm -hmm. 41 of this decision that is in draft form. So I imagine it will continue to be there in the final release of this decision. Yeah. I mean, in fact, most of the Planned Parenthoods are, I think it's 80 percent, are uh, intentionally put in minority neighborhoods, like you said earlier, to eliminate the population. Some of the early Black Panthers actually protested these um, eugenic contraceptive clinics that were being put in these black neighborhoods because they knew that it was to eliminate the, the black population. She knew Hitler, Hitler knew her, they talked about each other, and that's the origin of Planned Parenthood. It wasn't this women's group pro-women, they've been always anti-human. Mm -hmm. uh, wanting to eliminate certain people created in the image of God because in their debased, godless worldview, people had a certain pecking order in the um, worth of humanity, and those at the bottom of the pecking order needed to be eliminated. And even the Supreme Court got involved in some of that when they actually issued a decision in 1927, Buck versus Bell, where they forcibly they agreed to the forcible sterilization of Carrie Buck in Virginia, saying infamously, three generations are enough, authored by a Supreme Court justice who was a social Darwinianist, whose father taught at Harvard, who also was a social Darwinianist. Social Darwinianism has caused immense, immense damage globally. And it's the root of abortion, that certain people are not worthy of life. And you see that spread from Darwin to Sanger to Hitler to uh, Bill Gates' father who helped found the Planned Parenthood, and now Bill Gates is a eugenist as well. He's a social Darwinianist wanting to eliminate population by at least 10 to 15 percent in order to reduce carbon emissions. Right, through abortion and these COVID shots. Right, and so you have this history here about abortion. The good news is that this is a draft opinion and Certainly, we see what's coming, but let me caution you. Back in 1992, after Planned Parenthood versus Casey was argued, it was very clear that Roe v. Wade was on a collision course with itself medically and scientifically. Why? Because they based the decision on a trimester system, saying that the baby could only survive outside the womb. Viable is the word in the third trimester. Medical technology improved between 73 and 92, so viability moved down into the second trimester, obliterating Roe's trimester fake system. And then when the case was argued, it was 5-4. Chief Justice William Rehnquist was writing the opinion. For 30 days, uh, Souter and O'Connor lobbied Kennedy to switch his vote. 
He did on the very last day of May. That decision then was taken away from Wenquist. He became a dissenter in a 5-4 majority that split the other way with Kennedy flipping. For the next 30 days in June, Kennedy, O'Connor, and Souter wrote a plurality opinion and it upheld but modified Roe versus Wade. So we were 30 days, 30 days away. We had a draft opinion 30 days from its distribution, 30 days away from overruling Roe in 1992, but for Kennedy switching his vote under pressure from O'Connor and Souter. We are now more than 30 days away from the end of the court's term. Things can happen. One, a justice can change his or her vote. That's obviously the purpose of why this leak was done, to pressure them. That's why all these justices are being targeted. Two, mm -hmm. a justice could die naturally or unnaturally by other means. Either way, if they're not alive at the time of the opinion being officially released, their opinion, their vote, does not count. We may only have a 5-4 majority. We don't know. It could be 6-3. We do know we have a majority. So pray for these justices because they're being targeted. Moreover, pray for uh, what's happening in Congress because the United States Senate is pushing the most radical abortion bill that will override all the states if passed. It will override parental consent, parental notification, ultrasounds, clinic regulations, doctors who need to have hospital admitting privileges, which most of these abortionists can't get because they're low-level doctors that can probably do very little else. All of that would be overridden. We would continue from a federal standpoint of abortion. And then, of course, the states. And I think from the state's standpoint, those states that continue some form of abortion afterward, I think there's going to be blessings and curses that we're going to see. Yeah, actually, the states need to get busy. I know in Florida, they recently passed a 15-week abortion ban, and every state needs to protect life now. Well, I think that there will be a number of states that have trigger laws, first of all, that will come into effect and ban abortion. Secondly, that are in effect before Roe that will come back into effect if they weren't repealed. This will be a huge battle, but it is a big, big step forward. It's not there yet. Pray for the final opinion to be officially released. For more information, visit lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.